continuing with Elijah. First Kings chapter 17 verses 5 through 10. We see that he's declared, God has declared a, a drought in order to cleanse, to purify the conscience of Israel, especially its leaders, to turn uh, their hearts so that they can turn the people back to God. And so it says, after this was declared by Elijah the prophet, verse 5, So he left and did as the Lord had commanded. He went and remained at the Wadi Cherith, east of the Jordan. Ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the stream. After some time, however, the brook ran dry because no rain had fallen in the land. So the Lord said to him, Move on to Zarephath of Sidon and stay there. I have designated a widow there to provide for you. He left and went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the entrance of the city, a widow was gathering sticks there, and he called to her, Please bring me a small cupful of water to drink. We're reflecting on silence and suffering. We see that that though it's you know, God who brought about uh, this suffering in some sense, although it's it's really the the direct consequence of of the sins of Israel in this time, God is is increasing it so they could realize they can realize that they are choosing an unhappy path. They're choosing a worse suffering than a drought. They're choosing the suffering of separation from God. And so God is, is bringing this about so that they can change the way that they think about him. So they can change the way that they can think about their sins. It's, he's inviting them to metanoia, and not just one person, but all of them. It's a Metanoia Catholic's declaration. And God is declaring this uh, so that they can be free. And so notice that when, when Elijah first goes into this, this uh, you know, self-inflicted quarantine, he is immediately fed the raven brings him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the stream. And so what the raven, in some sense, represents the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is bringing you grace every morning and grace every evening. And, and, uh, and, and the water of the Holy Spirit is going to quench your thirst if you, if you are open to him. But then it says that the, the water dries up because of the drought. And so perhaps you've gotten to a point in this, uh, in this pandemic that you are, are you know, 
you've you've gone back to all the scripture passages and all the inspiring talks, and you've listened to all the new, uh, you know, YouTube videos and podcasts, and and you've and now you feel that you're you're dried up, and perhaps it's a form of desolation. And, you know, Saint Ignatius says in his Rules for the Discernment of Spirits that that consolation and desolation, you know, come. Uh, and go in our spiritual life, but but usually desolation is caused by our own negligence, that we are not really dedicating ourselves to God um, and, to, and to righteousness the way that we should, and so desolation comes when we are not cooperating with it. But it does also come for other reasons. So a, a second reason that St. Ignatius gives is, um, is that we're we're doing the righteous things so that we can get the consolation rather than doing those righteous things because we love God. And then the third uh, that Ignatius gives is that he wants to bring us beyond our natural capacity to a supernatural capacity so that in the silence and in the suffering, we reach beyond our capacity. And so we, so, um, we see here, it says, after some time, However, the brook ran dry because no rain had fallen um, in the land. And so it seems to me that, that for the prophet Elijah, God was giving him desolation, not so uh, that he would see that he's being negligent and not because he was doing uh, his prayers to seek consolation, but he's giving him yeah, he, he's giving him, he's allowing this desolation so that he can go beyond himself. And what does he go to? He goes to a widow who only has one son. And so perhaps this widow represents for us Our Lady, Mary, the Virgin Mother of God, who only had one son, Jesus, who was the Son of God. And so he, he, Elijah calls to her. When, as soon as he sees her, he, he knows that there is this lady because God told him there would be a lady. And so he, he moves on to Zarephath of Sidon and he goes to stay there. And there's a, a designated widow there to provide for him. So he left and went to Zarephath. And as he arrived at the entrance of the city, a widow was gathering sticks there. And he called out to her. And so what, what could those sticks symbolize? Well, she's you know, gathering wood so that she can make a fire um, because that's how they kept themselves warm. And in Israel, you know, it's, it's very cold in the nighttime usually even in the summer. And so, um, so you might need to have a fire there. Um, and, and so perhaps this is an invitation to us to, you know, to, um, you know, to, to, you know, cooperate with, with the grace of God that was given to Mary. And Mary, Mary gathers all the graces for us. And, and what does she do? She says yes to God, and the power of the Holy Spirit falls upon her like, like a fire. And then Elijah turns 
to her and says, Please bring me a small cup of water to drink. And so, so we, if we want to you know, go beyond just accepting the fact that we're locked away in our, in our homes and our rooms because of this, um, because of COVID-19, because of this pandemic, because we're, you know, we're on a stay-at-home order from our leaders, um, you know, we, we can't just fall into, into that first kind of desolation and say, well, you know, I'll pray more on, you know, Sunday or I'll pray more on, on you know, um, but, but we can know that consolation from God every day. We can be filled with God wants us to have consolation. That's why he brings the drought upon Israel. And perhaps that's why he's bringing upon us uh, this um, this quarantine period of our of, of human history is so that we can become aware that he wants to fill each one of us with his consolation he wants you to be fully alive if you've listened to my seven pillars podcast the, those seven pillars are the key to happiness they're Jesus's key to happiness love the Lord your God with all your mind soul, heart, and will. Love your neighbor as yourself and build the kingdom of God through Christocentrism, having centering everything on your relationship with Jesus Christ and seeking to change your mind through the word, your soul through the sacraments, your heart through through daily prayer, your will through through obedience and, and a daily examination of conscience to grow in, in cooperation with his will. These and, and in communal or fellowship, we need to have fellowship. I had an amazing time of fellowship yesterday with some priests on Zoom. It was just so awesome to hear their hearts and and learn how God is speaking to them and share how God's speaking to me. We and we just had the sense that God the Father is doing something. That He's a, He's inviting all of us to awaken ourselves to Him. That's the consolation he wants to give. But perhaps, perhaps you have received consolation. And so maybe, maybe you're, you're entering into the silence and embracing the suffering so that you can experience more consolation. But God doesn't give us consolation so we become addicted to consolation rather than to food or, or to Netflix. He gives us consolation so that we know that righteousness is good for us, that right behavior, the virtue, that, that these seven pillars of centering everything in your life on Jesus Christ, spending time in the Word and worshiping Him and prayer and obedience to His will and fellowship and, and, and evangelization, that these things are a direct contact with Him and so they're good. He gives us consolation when we do them. But perhaps you, you have been doing them and, and now he wants to bring you further. He wants to bring you further than you ever have gone before into a deep intimacy with him through Mary, our mother. And so let's surrender ourselves in this time to him by surrendering ourselves and consecrating ourselves to Mary, our lady, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.